And the movie professors are finally back in action after another month break. Uh, we apologize. Uh, we were going to get together in August for everybody, but uh, we don't have network sponsors yelling at us to get our shit together. Plus, we're busy. Sometimes work shit happens. So enough about that. So Dates. Dates. You know, Professor T? No. You know, just, just slinging it. Just slaying it. And anyways, mm. so this... Uh, episode is our top 25 vacation movies that we're breaking down for you. Uh, it might be similar to the summer movies we came out last year, but with some changes to it a little bit. Uh, it's just, uh, it's been more since in August to get this show, but we already had our list done and we're like, fuck it, it's our show, so we're going to do it. And as always, before we start the show, we uh, talk about the beverages that we're enjoying. So, yeah. What do you got, Professor T? Uh, because it's a vacation movie, I went with a theme. Try some Lonnie Kugel's Canoe Paddle Kolsch. What does it taste like? Let's see. Probably a canoe paddle that's been dipped in Winnebago. Might be sewage or not. Yeah. Pretty good? No. Oh. No, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's, all right. Um, it's, it's, it's uh, probably one step above Budweiser. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what do you got? There's a fucking huge bottle on the table well since we got the hops allergy and uh jb bourbon and it's been a while since i've actually had any kind of whiskey or bourbon mm-hmm. uh recently became a prestigious members of the costco and uh they got uh, their own brand kirkland signature well kirkland is the costco brand for everything but we got their tennessee sour mash whiskey made with the lincoln county process it's uh distilled out of tennessee it's amazing. It like for twenty four ninety nine. No, I think it was twenty yeah, twenty four ninety nine. I paid. And you get a one point seven five. And usually when you pay twenty four ninety nine for one point seven five, you're getting horse piss. But this, it's like it really does taste like um, gentleman Jack for real. Like a budget gentleman Jack, but you can't tell. Hmm. It's smooth. You got this is twenty five bucks. Yeah. Well, you got a good deal. Yeah, it's a big bottle. Uh, Professor T is trying to get the bottle open here. Oh yeah, it's smooth. It smells smooth. It was so, made by um, Mike Williams, the yeah. distiller. I went to school with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it cut with something, or what do you? What, what no, you we just just on the rocks. Yeah. All right. I want a little heavy in the ice cubes. I want one extra, and I can taste the difference. Wow. You're cool as ice. Yeah. Vanilla ice. No, that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. As always, we're vacation movies, so we got our. It's gonna be our top twenty-five vacation movies. So before we get started and um, get into it, uh, Professor T and I have this thing where we try to guess how many matches that we're gonna get, and then how many gold matches. Obviously, it's a gold match. It's the same movie for the same number. So starting off, how many matches are we gonna get? <clears throat> oh, uh, I think we'll have. I think we'll have seven matches. I was I was thinking between five or seven, so you say seven. I'll say seven. And I'll say five, and there we go. Cover the spread. It'd be close. What about for golden matches? Mm, two. I was thinking two, two actually. Well, so we'll see. So two golden matches. Yeah, two golden matches. And then people are like, well, golden matches, don't you yeah. have a sound? Yes, I do what have What happens a, in a golden match? Well, you're going to hear this sound for this episode. If it helps if I had the volume turned up on and the soundboard. Yeah. You're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> From a classic movie, very well could be on the list. I know it's one of Professor T's favorite. And uh, if we get a gold match, obviously. You're going to need a bigger boat. 
probably need a bigger boat. So yeah, that's a good. That's a good sound bite. Yeah. So if you're playing along at home, get your notepad out. You know, maybe see how close you match up to us. Do we happen to get any um, fans right in today? Uh, well, let me, we'll check the fan mail. The fan mail's been kind of slow. Harlem Shuffler is pretty much our main guy. Mm. And then uh, let's look at we got eight spams in our um, thing. Good. Yeah, so I don't think uh, Mrs. Yeah. Aisha Al-Qaddafi is a movie professor fan, but according to... S Hilarious. Let me read this just for fun. <laughs> this is in our spam folder. Cause everybody remembers like the Nigerian prince thing, you know? Like that's always a joke. And then there's a meme going out where they made a bunch of cash. Oh, I guess it was real. Uh, but uh... <laughs> So from uh, Mrs. Aisha Al-Qaddafi at Mrs. Aisha Al-Qaddafi9 at gmail.com. Wow. Yeah, what an email. Greetings. I came across your email contact prior to a private search while in need of a trusted person. My name is Mrs. Aisha Gaddafi, a single mother and widow, mother capitalized and widow, emphasized, with three children capitalized. I, only, the, I am the only biological daughter capitalized, the late Libyan president, late, <laughs> late Colonel Muammar Gaddafi. We know what happened to him. Uh, yeah. yeah. I have a business proposal for you worth... Twenty-seven point five million dollars, million capitalized again. There's all it's funny. These key words are uh, they're getting my attention. And I need mutual respect, trust, honesty, and transparency, adequate support and assistance. Hope to hear from you more details. Warmest regards, Mrs. Aisha Gaddafi. I highly doubt Aisha is a, a uh, related to Momar, and I don't remember him having a daughter. So, and I'm looking here. It says sent to undisclosed recipients. We're one of us. We received actually the ironic irony irony of this is we received this message on September 11th. Ooh. Yeah, so that's spam, everybody. But that's oh, wow. so that is. Um... Oh, oh, guess oh, guess this is. Oh, this is hilarious too. We got one from some guy called Mark Phillips. That says, "Hello, do you understand English?" <laughs> I don't know. That's all it says. So let's see if like he has legit email. No, I think it's a bot because it says. Um, a2482325 at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure that's mm -hmm. a bot. Or somebody that doesn't like our show. Do you understand English? Oh, this is great. We got another one from Mrs. Aisha Gaddafi back in August. Uh, oh, it's pretty much the same pre premise, but it's a um, different email address, but still Aisha Gaddafi. Well, shout out to her. Uh, tune in, uh, you know, donate if she wants. Yeah, she's so, probably got some money. So I, I, I don't, yeah, even though it's like a spam thing, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing any kind of business with Libya. <laughs> then they get the feds raiding our place, or the Sawdust City Studios, mm -hmm. taking our candles and like, wondering why we're doing business with Aisha Gaddafi mm -hmm. for 27.5 million. Say we're uh, philanthropists. Uh, full on philanthropists. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're fallopianists. <laughs> So, as we're having a little fun here, uh, before we get started, too, I just want to give a shout out to, we have a pretty diverse group of uh, fans though, from around the world, so we'll give a shout out to some countries before we get started. Alright, so, as you all know, we are on um, the Anchor app, which you'll probably hear for ad later in the show, because Anchor pays us every time we play their ad, one penny at a time. It adds up. It adds up to a total of uh, $4.92 over the past two years, so think about it. But <laughs> <laughs> So our biggest audience is the United States, 88%. Germany still killing it with 9%. Wow. Yeah, we're like, we're the next Hasselhoffs, pretty Ooh, much. Wunderbar. 
Guten Tag, mother. Nine, Scheiße. I don't know. I don't speak German. In Mexico, under a half a percent. Canada. Hey, sorry about that. Wish we could do better. Hey, hockey season's coming up. United Kingdom. So, all right. I guess the Queen died. So, God bless you guys. God. Rip. Yep. Rip Elizabeth or whatever her name was. Yeah. And then India. We got India's newer one. We got one percent India. Thanks. Um. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, giant number five. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fisher Stevens, though. That's probably <laughs> cancel culture now. Then we got Brazil. Oh, yeah. Brazil. We got a little bit of Brazil. Sweden. Oh, yeah. Uber there. Yeah. Yeah. Schmirgen. Bejurgen. Then uh, One Night in Bangkok, 1%. Thailand. Yeah. yeah. They've been rolling with us uh, for the early. Bangkok's been hanging on pretty strong so and then uh, we got uh, australia with one percent australia with the land down under oh. hashtag men at work baby yeah hey. so. good i might yeah put another shrimp on the barbie well, that's not a knife this is a knife that's not a podcast this is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not a rush Gaddafi. that's just a rush Gaddafi. <laughs> All right, well, we were well, going to... Libya's in there somehow. Yeah, I got Libya. I guess, obviously, you should get off you from our spam folder. But anyways, so enough about us ranting and raving. It's yeah, been a while, better. so we had, to, we had to just kind of break the ice a little bit and throw some facts at you. We appreciate all our listeners. We probably lost about five listeners. Just and that's there. all right, because then you don't win free shit, then, if you stop listening. You're lost. Exactly. Get over it. So mm-hmm. if you want a chance at maybe doing business with Libya or a chance at uh, free swag from the Sun City Studios, email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com. Oh. M-O-V-I-E-P-R-O-F-F-E-S-S-O-R-S at gmx.com. If Aisha Gaddafi can do it, you can email us too. <laughs> okay. And enjoy the music That's quick. Good band. Yeah, no, I think you're good. Welcome back to Movie Professors. We took a quick break and listened to some vacation jams. We're getting the mode here because vacation's all we've ever wanted. So vacation's coming to the coming to an end. Yep. So what we're gonna do for you is we're gonna go through twenty five through thirteen, take another break, and uh, you're gonna listen to some ad from our sponsors, maybe some more music. Then we'll keep her moving. But uh, so enough of us rambling here. Let's get down. Let's talk. Let's talk turkey. Let's go, Professor T. What do you got here for number twenty five? Okay. Uh, right off the bat. Hot tub time machine. It's not a golden match, but I ha- let's start off with the match right off the bat. I do have hot tub time machine too. <laughs> Great white buffalo. <laughs> I got it for number eight. Oh wow! So, what? Yeah, what I love about the movie, obviously, is like they have like the awesome eighty references. The music's killer. You got that Chernobyl energy drink, uh, <laughs> and it's just that uh, ride from Russia. <laughs> Rob Corddry is like, he's like that asshole friend that everybody has in their group. And then they think he was trying to commit suicide at the beginning of the movie, but he was just driving drunk. And then he accidentally closed his garage door. It's like, guys, I wasn't trying to commit suicide. If I would do it, I'd do it right. Shotgun to the dick. <laughs> yeah. Check the uh, 
Check the nightstand uh, drawer. Does it still say, oh, what did it say? Some shit? I forgot what he scribbled in on the... On like the, the initials or something? I thought he scribbled something about the other kid being like a homosexual. Uh, something like something that. about that. I like, I like it too when uh, Craig Robinson, uh, the big guy from, I think he's in the office too, like where he calls his eight-year-old wife, whatever, listen to your bitch, and he's just, just cussing this eight-year-old little girl out because that's his future wife, and then yeah. the dad's on the phone, like, whatever his name is, like, Gary or whatever, this is, not, this is between me and your daughter, not mm-hmm. you, or something like that. <laughs> it's amazing that effect it has on the future. Yeah. Here's your car key, sir. Yeah. Dog shit all Let's com- combine Twitter and Viagra to Twagra, man. <laughs> Uh, I got you. It's on Google Maps. Uh, yeah, I created Google. Google, Google. <laughs> was it like Guns and Roses? Yeah, but it was like yeah, Blue and Roses or Guns and Roses or some shit. Yeah, so that's a great pick. You know? So that, yeah. that movie, I would say, it's a though, good vacation movie. You know? Yeah, because it's like they go back and want to. Um, what is it? Twenty year. Um, it was it was about twenty year difference, I guess, because that movie came out early mid two thousands. No, I meant like their. They want to go back to their 20-year reunion or whatever their... Oh, yeah. Because it was like... Because oh, they went back 20 years. Yeah, because no, I know they ended up in 1986 and uh, wherever that that place was where that ski lodge was. And they have, remember, they had poison posters everywhere. And Chevy Chase was like the... Uh, uh, the repairman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice cameo. Yeah, so and a great movie. And actually, it's, I don't know, I think... It, I think yeah, that's definitely one to check out for a kid. That's a great pick. Uh, second one, I was really disappointed. Like I couldn't watch I the whole. Like, like I, I found it on one of them streaming apps. I can't remember which one. I'm like, shit, I need more to drink if I can enjoy this. <laughs> it's uh, I, I, could, I could only get like half hour, and I'm like, I can't fucking do this. Like it was bad. Should have called it toilet time machine. Yeah, because it was a real. All right, so number 25 for me, way in left field, as um, far as you go. Here we go. <laughs> Actually, I got this movie on VHS. Troop Beverly Hills. You remember Troop Beverly Hills? You got Shelley Long. So she, like, it's, I think they're called the Wilderness Girls or something. It's not really Girl Scouts, but the same concept. So Shelley is in charge of Troop Beverly Hills, but obviously she's into that wilderness shit, and she does her own thing, teaching the girls things, and... Don't worry, it ends up where they had to show off their wilderness skills at the Wilderness Jamboree, so it turns into like a kind of like a summer camp vacation thing. And uh, that movie has like the catchy tune, Cookie Time. You remember Cookie Time? Cookie Time. Like, if you watch that movie more than once, like it's stuck in your head, you can't get rid of it. I'm surprised you didn't use it as a soundbite. I couldn't find it or I would have just be hilarious. <laughs> I didn't look for it. And what was interesting, the antagonist in that movie from the other troop that was trying to get her, like the Beverly Hills girls, like kicked out of like the whole Wilderness Girl program, Velda was her name. Anyways, Velda was actually Betty Thomas, who was on Hill Street Blues. Sorry. Oh, wow. I was like, like, she looks familiar, but I didn't recognize her. And then I was looking through the research, and I'm like, no shit. I remember her from Hill Street Blues, so it was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, Craig T. Nelson in there, too. Oh, like, coach? Coach, yeah, because Shelly Long is married to Craig T. Nelson, but he wants a divorce and stuff. And uh, I like it, too. They got Robin Leach just in, I think, a bit part in the TV in the background. Lifestyles of rich and famous, yeah. but uh, it's... Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, when did that come out? Like eighty two or something? Eighty nine, actually. Eighty nine. It came out oh, in eighty nine, believe it or not. So I don't know. It's it's a good rental, I'd say. But uh, so you watch girls that are all like prissy and like uh, credit card swipe, and that's their thing to be actually become legit wilderness girls in the end. So and use their skills for good. So I don't know. Good, good, good 
family film that you can get away with watching. Yeah. If you can get your kids away from the screens looking on their phone, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Hashtag cookie time. Mm-hmm. Like you'll never look at Girl Scout cookies the same way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I go buy some next, like next time. I'm like, it's cookie time. Oh, unless you watch Loaded Weapon. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Little Dennis Girl Cookies, the uh, Tim Curry, yeah. the girl he dresses up as a girl <laughs> scout. He's got full beard. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. He's knocking on the door. Uh, yeah. It must be Eastern European, though, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I got uh, number 24 for me, um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What number? 24. It's close enough for... Oh, you're going to need a bigger voice. Oh, shit, balls. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yep. I got it for number 21. Oh, wow. And what I like about that movie, I got two sound bites for you here. <laughs> or do I got one? Let me see here. Nope, I only got one. What's your name? I'm Peter. Peter? Yeah. I'm going to give you a Hawaiian name. Oh, great. Keep kill Pete. <laughs> great. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had a dream job. Um, yeah, that... uh. <clears throat> There was a lot of, um, when you watch those types of movies, I think like they all came out like around the same time when it was Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, Hot Tub Time Machine was around the same. Knocked Up, you know, like yeah. all the same. Paul Rudd, uh, the, uh, Jason Segel. Um, Kristen Bell was in a lot of. Jonah so, Hill. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. all like. They, they were killing it then. They had like that run, like and Russell years. Brand was pretty hilarious in too. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Kristen Bell. Look at this. So, uh, for the people at home, too, I'll quick ex- explain uh, Sarah Marshall. So, Sarah Marshall is a uh, rom com. Probably make it simple, but so Jason Segel, he's like just he does like, he's like a struggling artist musically. Best way to put it. Kristen Bell, she's an actress in a sitcom or something like he's that. A jingle writer. Oh, he's a jingle writer. Like, there's just great moments in there. But anyways, so they break up. And you kind of feel bad for Pete though, because she's like, you know, Pete's not going anywhere, and she's like, I'm done. So he breaks up with Sarah Marshall, who was played by Kristen Bell. And then, how, how are you going to forget about your girlfriend? You, you love very much. Fuck it, I'm going to go to Hawaii, right? Fuck it, I don't, I'm going to live my best life. Holla. But then he goes to Hawaii, and then sure as shit, somehow he runs into Sarah Marshall at the same hotel. And here we go. Mm-hmm. With yeah. her new man. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. I like it when they're talking about the codes and stuff. <laughs> like, like, Russell Wilson. Not Russell Wilson. That's football because we got football on TV too. We did so, but that's irrelevant. So Russell Brand, he's talking about like some cold at the ocean or something like that. And then Jason Segel, well, guys, don't sleep with that guy's girlfriend. It's a cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not in today's world. I like it when he did that in the movie, like that Frankenstein musical thing. Yeah. Like that was fucking hilarious. Or mm-hmm. well, he did the Muppets. No, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Frankenstein. Like some Brooke. You got to, oh, I thought you were going to rip one. No, no, I'm not going to rip one. You got to tap off some whiskey. Oh, boy. And don't worry, people. I didn't have that much in there to begin with. You got to be responsible. So anyways. Uh, well, you ain't J.B. Bourbon for drinking water. Yeah, I remember my first bourbon. But uh, we got some foreshadowing. Speaking of Frankenstein, later to come, I'll explain it. It's going to be epic for our next show. But we got some foreskinning. Yeah. Before we get to do the Brits there, because you said foreskin, we'll cut to the chase. Uh <laughs> I'm going to go with number 24 here. This was like a stretch for me. But like, I, I did like the movie, actually. It was one of Robin Williams' last movies. 
RV. Like, it had its moments, so it's just, so Robin Williams in this, speaking of Hawaii, whatever we go, we're going still to, they were supposed to go to Hawaii, but things don't work out. So the problem is he, like Robin Williams is like the typical business guy that puts too much into his business. He loves his family, but business comes first because he likes making money in a way. And there's supposed to be like a big merger for like this company in Colorado with his company. And uh, so, but he's just like, you know what, as a cover, I'm gonna take my family on a vacation here, RV, we're gonna see America a little bit and I can get this work done. But then I remember like the other movie, he's trying to do like all his work on the computer and then he couldn't get no fucking signal or something like that. And just a lot of crazy shit happens in between for him trying, and the laptop, he accidentally loses his laptop and it's just a, I don't know, it's all right. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember uh, another movie he did. Uh, it didn't make the list, but um, you ever seen Club Paradise? You gotta refresh me. It's like uh, probably eighty-five, maybe. Oh shit! Yeah. And um, so he's he's sort of the um, where people go on vacations or whatever. He's like the uh, the guru. Um, your he shows you where the hot spots and all that stuff, like in this uh, resort. Uh, I think it's in Hawaii too, but. Uh, Anyway, he's he's like tired and burnt out, like dealing with all these vacationers and stuff like that. Um, but there's a funny scene in there when uh, he's telling a story. He's sitting at the bar telling a story, and you know how he, he delivers a lot of his lines. It's like super fast paced. Like his jokes come from like out in left field, and some of them don't even make sense. And he just keeps on going, and he's like just about 20 seconds nonstop. Doesn't even take a breath. He's telling one of those stories, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, you know, I met a guy. You know, he's one of these a long, a uh, longshoreman. You know, and he rah, rah, rah. Like, well, goes like this, and, like bends his nose, and like, a mustache. No, because like, like I think he's trying to make fun of him being Jewish. Like, oh, so he's like, yeah, he's one of these, uh, you know, long, longshoreman. You know, rah, rah. <laughs> I don't know why I always laughed at that part. In that uh, movie, but, <clears throat> I don't know if that joke's kosher or not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I gotta see this though. That's just good. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen that, no, because I would have definitely remembered the kosher joke there. Yeah. No, I, well, I don't mean any. No offense, Adam Sandler. Looks fine. Um, so. Mm. Uh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Speaking of uh, old people, I'm on number 23 mm. for this one. I think you might have this one. I think I might too if you're talking about old people. <clears throat> it's called Dirty Grandpa. Shit. No. Oh, oh I think I said that. I would yeah, 80s and old would have been right there, but no. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, Zach Efron. I forgot know, all about that. That was fucking hilarious. I don't really care about Zach Efron too much, but Robert De Niro was funnier than hell mm-hmm. in that movie. Like, he had some, like, super, like, hilarious one-liners in there, but quick premise of the story, you know. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, all he, oh, basically, he's, he's a dirty grandpa. He's drinking. He's, he's uh, divorced. He's looking to kind of score, score before his last days. You know, he's not going to be around a long time, so he uh, wants to post on to Twagra. Have fun. And uh, Zach Efron's character is sort of straight-laced uh, college guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, they end up going, they're supposed to go to, I don't know if it was a funeral or something like that. they got to go on the road mm-hmm. together. And he ends up seeing someone from college that he, or that he went to college with and... Uh, her and her uh, two other friends like one's this chick and she's like joking around how she wants to sleep with an older guy well she's coming on to Robert De Niro hardcore I, I can't uh, remember I don't remember. I can see her face it's like Aubrey something's her first name but I don't remember her last name oh in the movie in real life <clears throat> oh I don't I can't remember her oh. real name but I mean yeah she's into older men yeah but yeah check it out I mean basically I actually, I he laugh. puts Zac Efron in so many scenarios he got arrested like three times in the movie. I mean, 
You got they, they were in some spring break thing too, they didn't they? Spring, yeah, because they these girls were going to they went to school at University of Florida or something like that, and they were going back to school. And mm -hmm. he told them that he was a professor and that she wanted to sleep with him and all that. And he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you know, let's just, mm -hmm. see you at campus or whatever." <laughs> I like when he catches Robert Downey Jr. at the beginning of the movie. Oh, and he's in that recliner. Like a like it was like a coming of age thing. <laughs> That's the most awkward moment when you catch grandpa. Yeah. Be a bad grandpa. Yeah. With his hand. <laughs> in himself. But in some Jurgens. <laughs> Jurgens with the Jurgens. Today's show is sponsored by Jurgens. Jurgens. If you're gonna be jerking, make it a Jurgens. But um <laughs> Well you open the door. Yeah. Also sponsored by Almond MMs, because they're fucking sweet. Alright. So number 23, this is a 1992 film. Kurt Russell, Martin Short, oh. Captain Ron, <laughs> for number 23. Uh, you know, I had it on, uh, like, my, I made, like, a top 30, like, and I just mm -hmm. kind of crossed out the one that didn't make the cut. That, I like that one. I mean, didn't make the 25, but good film. There's so many laughable moments in that mm -hmm. movie. And uh, I like it also, quick premise, because a lot of people haven't heard of Captain Ron, because it's been 30-plus years almost. Actually, to the day, 30 years, because we're 2022. So, uh, Martin Short and his family. Well, Martin Short is kind of well-off-to-do guy from uh, Chicago, because you're always from Chicago if you have money. And they got to go to the Caribbean, or Caribbean if you're an asshole, because he inherited this boat, and he's going to have somebody sail it back, obviously. So, they get down there. The boat's not all what it seemed to be. Kind of like, what the fuck? But well, supposedly... It's in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> supposedly belonging to Clark Gable. Yeah. Ties to Clark Cable, but anyways, he hires uh, this uh, American dude, Captain Ron, who is played by uh, Kurt Russell. I almost said Patrick Swayze because they both have great hair. Irrelevant, but anyways, Kurt Russell, he's um, he kind of embellished on the resume a little bit, and uh, he kind of gets the fan like he looks. The family's kind of boring, I think, a little bit too, because Martin uh, Short's too straight laced. Whereas Captain's like, come on, fucking relax a little bit, you know, and then. Mm -hmm. They go through so much like crazy shit that happens and like adventures and mishaps and it's uh, a lot of good laughs and yeah definitely check it out. Run into some pirates. Yeah, the pirates in Cuba. <laughs> I think it was by Cuba. And we ain't talking about Blackbeard either. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Professor? Leads me to number twenty-two. Um, so typical vacation style movie. Uh, I mean, this kid. He did the ultimate vacation. He paid the ultimate price for it, too. Into the wild. That's a great pick. I don't have that. That's a great pick. Read the book, too. Yeah, read the book. John Krakauer. Um, I'm sure. I, I think we talked about this. Yeah, I think this before. made a couple, like a while ago, because we kind of talked the whole thing where, you know, just a young kid pretty much made his way all the way to Alaska and ill-prepared, black better words. He found a place to survive and, like... But strong, strong uh, commitment to his beliefs. Um, maybe not so um, a case of bad luck, and like you said, uh, uh, a little bit out of his element. Yeah, yeah, because um, uh, the uh, idea and the heart was there, but reality is, is that nobody's prepared to be. Well, in those that's such an extreme environment to be in, too, is Alaska, because. He didn't, he didn't expect that river to be, you know, the way it was. From okay, I can easily cross here now. Fuck. All of a sudden, and then well, and you got no way to uh, preserve any of your meats that you're eating. You need to eat everything that you kill, mm -hmm. so it's all small game. 
He, I think he killed like some deer or something like that, but he couldn't eat any of the meat because it spoiled and he didn't have no way to keep it. And then the, the shrooms got him, I think, in the end. Or the, or the potatoes. Potato root. Potato root, yeah. So if you're going to do survival, absolutely make sure. Bushcraft's pretty cool. I kind of like looking at that stuff a little bit. You yeah. Know, there's some interesting. Yeah, you can study you know, a, a botany book and learn about edible mm. plants and but, things like that because you're basically you're living off the land, and if you don't know what the fuck you're eating... Yeah, if you don't, yeah, you're fucked pretty much. To make sure, like, you kind of know before you go, like, where you're going. If you're going to be out in the, the sticks, know what's like, what, what to expect because he didn't and obviously it killed him. So you yeah. got to make sure you're ready for everything. And then, like, if you had to rank, like, different places to survive globally, uh, Alaskan wilderness or frontier expert level, you got to be an expert. Yep. All right, keeping her moving. I don't think you have this one at all. Um, I just recently watched this movie, so that's where it kind of got bumped up on my list. Because I know you're not a big fan of The Weasel. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, I had a lot of good laughs sure. on this. <laughs> this you got Biodome? Biodome, bro. No, I got um, more of a Thanksgiving vacation. Mm-hmm. Son-in-law. Mm-hmm. A lot of good laughs there, though. Crotch. It's crawl, but no. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't remember the name of the girl. I think Becky was her name or something in the movie. I can't remember the actress's name. So, she's like, it's so, I think they're from one of the Dakotas, I believe it or not. So, the Dakotas rural farming family. So, she goes out west to the big school, Los Angeles. So, Los Angeles, California is pretty liberal, and um, that's their journey, I think. But don't get me started there. But, anyways, so she kind of like, she's out of her element, and then she like, it's really uncomfortable for her, but then she starts coming to her own because the room advisor has been there for seven years. Polly Shore kind of helps her break her out of her shell and stuff. And then um, when it's time to go back for Thanksgiving, what the fuck is that? Sorry, we just <laughs> we were getting distracted. So in the thought of Steady Studios, we had I don't know what we just saw, but that's that was rollerblading. That was rollerblading. I thought it was a longboard. You couldn't tell. She's I don't know. It looks like. You remember your first time on rollerblade? Your rollerblade? Yeah, buffed my face, but um, what was this? All right, we're both distracted by rollerblades because <laughs> it looks like those '80s leg warmers. <laughs> we're gonna it looks like uh, actually Back to the Future, those futuristic shoes. Oh, the George. Nike? Oh yeah, Nike's like inflated, but so then back to the movie. So she, um, Polly Shore, kind of gets her to come into her own a little bit and embrace the whole LA life. And then she's going to go back home to the Dakotas, whatever she should have, north or south. Can't remember. Irrelevant. And then uh, she finds out Polly Shore is just going to be hanging out at the dorms, eating his Hungry Man. <laughs> but don't worry. It was like it had gravy and turkey in it. But uh, she's like, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Why don't you come with me? Like, all right. So, and then she finds out her boyfriend's going to propose to her that she kind of is estranged with a little bit since she left. And uh, she's like, fuck, man. I'd be like, I don't want to get married type thing. And then they come up this whole thing, how they're engaged and stuff. And obviously it's just a big cover-up, and it's hilarious. But Polly Shore takes her dysfunctional family, though, and brings them together, though, in a way, for how crazy it is. It's, it's, watch, it's funny watching like him like trying to figure out how to do farm chores in the beginning until he actually had them figured out. It was a way, but not the way. So a lot of good laughs in there. Yeah. yeah. Like when he's doing the square dance and... Buff the wood. Let me say, hey, hey. And then, like, when he, like, when he does a... She does crowd surfing with the squared hands, and they're all just like throwing them. And then the guy that was doing the original call, he's come on, dude, come on. No, no, come on, just do it. So they get him to do it, and then nobody catches him. <laughs> Good movie, though. 
all I'm on 21 I I, I know you won't have this one uh, I guess it falls in the category of a, a a horror movie but it was more comedy than horror I, I might have it too actually oh really if I think of what I think it is actually you got Tucker and Dale versus evil <laughs> yes I do for, for number 21 no, I wouldn't disrespect it that bad. Oh. They got for number 10. Ooh. Damn. Oh, yeah. That was fucking hilarious, dude. Like, that was... It took me a while because when I read it, I was thinking for a second that it was going to be fighting monsters or zombies, but the zombies never come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Tyler Labine, and then the other guy, I can't remember his name, but he from Dodgeville, he played the pirate. The, yeah, the one with the... Steve was his name in the dodgeball, but... The wood chipper guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that movie is so underappreciated. It's not even funny. So it's like these two redneck guys, Tucker and Dale, and uh, they got a cab. They just bought a cabin or something. Yeah, they got a cabin to know. escape to to do just kind of relax, whatever. And obviously, for them people that uh, come from the city, folks, they don't understand what a redneck looks like, and they're just trying to go relax they're and judgmental. Yeah, because they saw him at the. Station, the station uh, too, yeah. First, and he tried to talk to one of the girls. He came over with that. He had the Skype. Yeah, this, like, yeah. Um, I, I'm really good at talking like to girls like you are. <laughs> <laughs> like they're socially awkward yeah. guys too. And yeah, those college kids that were just on vacation too. And uh, like, well, how- one girl wasn't really like she was okay with it, but you know, there's always like one that's not so bad, but her friends are just kind of dicks. Assholes. They're, they're the perfect example of like overprivileged rich kids who never had to experience the, I don't know, life and got everything handed to them. Mm-hmm. The other kids in the movie, but that's just like a hell yeah. How the movie started, they were like fishing finally. They got their cabin, just fishing, kind of just relaxing that night. And they see when the college girl's gonna go take a dip, and they're like, hey, jaw there, dropped a pretty girl in a swimsuit, yes, sir. <laughs> and then she gets scared and actually falls <laughs> off that rock or whatever and then they go rescue her and they bring her back to the cabin just to provide first aid like don't try anything hanky but then the kids think that they took her to do stuff to her yeah they see her like loading her into the canoe and they're like oh they, they fucking killed her you know like <laughs> their body's all uh, she's unconscious but yeah and so the college kids try to rescue her and then when like when they're trying to do like this covert operation shit happens where like I gotta tuck her in Dale's hands but it looks like they're trying to kill him but they're not yeah the ending was like a whoa. Well, they got yeah. you at the ending. We're like, no shit. Yeah. Definitely a good model. Spoiler life. alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. It is good for laughs. You know, some cool effects. Mm-hmm. Let the record show. This is one of the first times in history where Professor T goes, "I don't think you have this one." And I'm like, "No, I do." Yeah, I was, I was, I would have bet money on it that you didn't have that one. But no, I got taste. You proved me wrong. Yeah, I'm a. We're both professors with movies, so yeah, we got PhDs. Mm-hmm. Pretty huge dongs. I'm just kidding about that. Degrees in. I was in dichotomy of films. <laughs> Keeping her moving. <laughs> so this is number twenty for yeah. me here. I couldn't get the sound bites on because they're too long to the part I wanted, but it's a you got Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, Phase on Love. I got a Couples Retreat for number 20. Double checking the list. Oh, no, Do I we? Have it. no? Honorable mention? Nope, no, it must have been on the, uh, the, the 30. 30 list. 
Didn't yeah. make the final the final cut. I like that French actor in there, like because he's like one of the, like the people there for I don't know if he called him instructor. The yoga master yoga. guy. Yeah. And then they're out in the middle of the ocean, like at the shark circle. It is beautiful. The circle of the life of the shark. Right? He's just you know, calm and like Vince Vaughn's like trying to like oh, it's cool. He's a not a panic. Swim, don't swim. What am I supposed to do? Stay still. <laughs> and then like when battle, battle. When they're back to like at dinner that night, John Favreau's like trying to be nice about it, like you know, I got hit by a car once. Oh, but did you get by, bitten by a shark? No. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was like a lemon shark or something. That was a great movie, and actually, what surprised me about this movie was the director. You'll never guess who the director is. Hashtag, you'll shoot your eye out. Oh, Peter Billingsley. Peter Billingsley is the director for Couples Retreat. Oh wow, <laughs> that surprised me. Well, he's in the movie too. You see him in the movie, making an appearance. He does like the Todd Phillips approach. So yeah, huh? Yeah, so Couples Retreat. Good laugh. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. They gotta go to find Club Eden. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the other side of the island. Yeah, they're not allowed to go there. <laughs> um, on number twenty, you probably will have this one. Uh, We're the Millers. It's close enough. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Oh, dang. Or how about? Hi. Sure hate to bug you fellas, but I'm trying to get the fam up to the zoo, and I'm a lost as all heck. Yeah, fuck off, real life Flanders. <laughs> What did she say? The fuck do you think? She said no. Cool. So I guess it's just us then. Little father and son bonding trip to Mexico. Are you kidding me? You and me traveling alone in a van is going to look like the pervert Olympics. <laughs> Number 18 for me. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good... There's a lot of good... Like, that. I remember when they are playing Win, Lose, or Draw or the, the Pictionary in the woods or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like... Big black cock. <laughs> no, it's a skateboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you get bit by that spider? Oh. oh. Talk about your nuts falling off. Yeah. Well, you can learn, like, being a nice guy, you kind of you had to pay the price that movie really in a way because, uh, what's his name? Jason Sudeikis, or known as David whatever his name is, the drug dealer. Small town pot dealer, kind of like bachelor life doesn't, he sees one of the kids get in trouble and that end up going with him to Mexico. Where he's like, oh, he kind of felt bad about it. Then he ends up losing his whole stash of weed and his whole, his profits. So then he's got to make up for it and then sneak across the border. And try with, to, with a made up family. Yeah, made up family. Yeah, yeah Jennifer Aniston, him, uh, Kenny, and then that, uh, Emma Roberts. And uh, remember, remember, remember Ronnie. Mm-hmm. No regrets. <laughs> Holy cow! Looks like we got some. Uh... That was no real sound effect, uh, or that was a real sound effect. If you heard that, sounds like Goonies. Yeah, that's uh, thunder and lightning. Hashtag thunderstorm. Well, better get a move on. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're a real aggressive woman. You know what I'm saying? Because she punched him and like broke his nose. <laughs> You're a real aggressive woman. You know what I'm saying? That was hilarious. Uh, no, what was this? Yeah, well, uh, oh, yeah, well, you're Ronnie, huh? Uh, you got some tattoos, huh? Mm. 
Yeah. What's that say? No regrets. That's like my motto, my creed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No regrets. Huh? None at all. Not even like one letter or anything. Mm -hmm. No? Stupid rain. You got your windows down? No, I got smart. The irony is before when I pulled up to the Sawdust Studios, sunshine. Yeah. Gorgeous. Or was a guy from TikTok. Gorgeous. But nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Thanks a lot. We've got a lot of matches so far. Just want so to we're sitting the record, at, so the, the spread is, yeah, between five and six. So eight would be perfect to cover it. Uh, golden matches, we came tw close twice, believe it or not. Uh, so for number 19 here, I don't know if you have this. This is a stretch. Just made one of our shows for, I think, Power Couples. This film came out in 91. Two badass bitches, I'll say it. Uh, mm. Thelma and Luis, I got for number 19. Yeah, nope. I don't have that one. Because I got to, because since I got to have a good diversity of films here for all fans, you know, we got Troop Ever Hill for the ladies. Yeah. A little bit, unless you're dudes that like it, that's fine, I won't judge you. And Thelma and Luis, though, just because they were, they had like the, what's it, I don't know what the version for bromance is for women, like sisters with a Z, I don't know. But, uh, so, BFFs? yeah. BFFs? BFFs, Lila's love you like a sister. I don't know how that shit works with females. I don't want to disrespect that with all their things. But so they were gonna go on a just a simple fishing trip, and because uh, both are sick of men treating them like shit. So hey, you know, let's go on a nice little fishing trip, whatever. And then they go to a bar, have a few drinks, and then some dude got a handsy. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Me Too movement right there, you know, and uh, tried having this way with uh, Gina Davis, and Susan Saranda was like, oh, not up in here. She done learned them with a handgun, and uh, then they became fugitives. Mm -hmm. So and F forged in blood. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde. Without Clyde. Yeah. Bonnie and Connie. So uh, I don't like fellows treat women with respect. So because if they blow you the handgun, you have it fucking coming. Yep. No means no. Move on. There's plenty of women out there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you spend fifty dollars on a light show ticket. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's an inside joke, and it's great. Yeah. See, we're getting we're getting rain out here. We got a rain delay. What the show's gonna go on? Yep. Nope. Till the power goes out. Mm-hmm. All right. No, we're good if the power goes out. There. Yeah, we're not plugged in. Oh shit. Man, we got eighty-seven percent battery life. I think we're good. We're going off Sputnik. Mm-hmm. We got number we got number nineteen for me. Little Miss Shun Sunshine. Oh, Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> Damn, it's a good pick, but I don't have it. You don't have it. <sighs> it's really coming now. Yeah. So much for 34% fucking AccuWeather. Uh, we must be in the percent that is the 34. Yeah, this is a high 34 for sure. And if you live in Oshkosh, it's 100. Outside of that, it's 34. Yeah, I even checked before we came here. Uh, yep, heavy rain and thunderstorm ending in uh, 32 minutes. So the funny thing is, okay, so it says 66% chance right now, at, right before 5 p.m., this is definitely a 66% chance. Yeah. Anything over 50, you're getting it. But it said 34 when it pulled up, so I still think we got shafted. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's just bump up the percentages. Never trust the weather, man. Yeah. So much for AccuWeather. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you explore the movie quick. I'm sorry. Stupid storm. Uh, well, I, well, Little Miss Sunshine, basically it's like a, a sort of dysfunctional family. Um, like Steve Carell plays like the uncle. Um, he, he's 
he had a decent life. Like he's he's somewhat normal. Mm. He just had a sort of a depressive state, and he tried to kill himself. So he was in like a psych ward for a while, but he got released now. He goes to live, stay with the family. The grandfather is this horny grandpa and doesn't have any care in the world. Mm. Um, Doing the same thing as Robert De Niro, probably. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, all he like. Um, if anyone has seen uh, the the Batman, you know who plays the Riddler, Paul Dano. Yeah. He plays he plays like the high school kid in here who's like emo skater emo kid uh, who has refused to like talk, so he writes down everything, um, and he wants to join the Air Force, and um, mm. but like so they're all going. To, the little girl in the movie wants to do this talent talent show contest, and. Um, the grandpa like teaches her how to dance. He's like, you gotta have, you know, if you're gonna do in this talent show, you gotta have talent. He's like, I know how to dance, and I can teach you the dance moves. Well, his dance moves he learned from a stripper. <laughs> so he teaches her like this uh, routine where you know it's all you know, gyrating, and uh, so she's got that for her dance routine. She's gonna take it to the talent show, and um, so along the way, like he, the grandpa ends up dying. Um, and they like wrap them up in a carpet and they like just leave them in the back of the van and stuff as they're making their way to I think it's from New Mexico to California or something shit like that and um, they got like a day or two to get there and they're running out of time and then the in the van like everyone's just arguing with each other and all that stuff and um, Greg Kinnear is like the dad and um, I can't remember who the mom um, can't remember her name um, well, uh, she was in Fargo Oh, she was, she, oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I can't remember her name right now. Um, screw it. Well, anyway, uh, they get to the, they finally get to the show or whatever, and uh, all these kids, you know, like, remember all those talent shows, like, the kids, it was almost like, it's almost creepy how, like, their, like, parents are, like, that's like their hopes and dreams are living on these talent shows. Like, oh, my kid's going to mm -hmm. be the next big thing. And like pageant moms. They're four years old, and they got them, like, gussied up into makeup and dressed up and all that. And uh, so their parents are, like, looking around, like, what the hell kind of place is this? You know, let's get out of here. We don't want to embarrass her with all this. And they wanted to, like, pull her out. And, uh, you know, at the end, they just decided to, you know, let her do it or whatever. And they're like, no, she's going to embarrass herself. And she performs the dance routine. And to the crowds like disgusted by it the judges are like oh, you what the hell you know and then the family goes up there and they join her on the stage it kind of brings them all together and stuff like that at the end but it's it's, it's a it's a funny movie it's got its moments yeah. oh okay i i'm a little embarrassed though because i said audrey hepburn i was thinking of driving miss daisy oh yeah no but then we're, we're talking like a 20 year difference and then oh uh, yeah yeah now i got it yep yeah so a little Miss Sunshine, check it out. Yeah, check it out. So this movie, for me, what we're on uh, number seventeen, you know. So I heard you're a river guy. Uh, what is it? Class four, class five. Take both those numbers together. Yeah, I shot a class forty-five. Never lost a man. I think I made mine in my quotes too, a couple, like a year ago. I got without a paddle. Dang. Without a paddle. Yeah. Without a canoe paddle. Kolsch. Yeah. Damn, I should have put that one on my list. Yeah, because I get, yeah, Seth Green, um, who was that guy? That Matthew Lillard, Dak Shepard. I think, well, Dak Shepard makes the movie, too, just the shit he says. You know like, who he's married to? Christian Bell. So it's, it's all tied together. He's got my respect right there. 
Yeah, so it's like, it's like, I thought you said Tony was coming home or was in jail. Oh, she came, well, like he came home, or whatever it was, and you think it's a guy, but it turns out it's two women, and like when he's kind of with somebody else in bed, and then, they, oh, all right, that's all right, just relax, you know. And we can do is make a Tom sandwich or something, light on the Tom, or, and then, <laughs> but yeah, Tom, Tom again, I think, or, yeah, so he was Tom from, in the, without a paddle, Dak Shepard would be like an asshole friend once again, would be the best way. Is this the funeral for Billy Newman? <laughs> Newman? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely a great movie. Yeah, that's an underrated one, I think. Well, I'm on I'm number 18. Got Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston. They got a good chemistry of movies that they've been in. Uh, this one's no different. Just go with it. If I had a list for 30, you'd be on it. I don't have it. That was... You know what? My, I like that movie. Not just because, like, Adam Sandler, he, he's, he's, he's funny and stuff like that. His humor is, like, kind of reserved. Mm-hmm. You know? He's, he's got some, some timing is, is uh, pretty key for him. But, like, uh, he's the opposite of Will Ferrell. Like, Will Ferrell is just over the top, mm-hmm. in your face, uh, forced... Adam Sandler is not. It's uh, it's. Uh, no, he does have like anything with him and Jennifer Aniston has good chemistry. Another will mention too like that that didn't make my list was uh, Murder Mysteries on the Netflix. It's actually pretty decent. I, I I looked up that one and I saw it was on a Netflix and I was like, dang, I would have liked to had at least watched mm-hmm. it because it looked it looked all right. Yeah. But Nick Swartzen in mm-hmm. this movie makes this movie. His oh friend, yeah. <laughs> his friend and uh, so he's 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 basically he's pretending to be married to Jennifer Aniston um, or uh, that's his ex and who he has Nick Swartzen be her new German uh, husband or boyfriend and uh, I think what's her face um, Kristen Decker is that her name you know which one I'm talking about she's like a Sports Illustrated model oh yeah Mm -hmm. her last name's Decker but she, she plays Adam Sandler's uh, interest uh, at the time. And uh, Brooklyn Decker, that's Brooklyn it. Decker. That's it, yeah. Because she was really popular then. Yeah. And uh, so the whole movie, he's basically like, you know, Jennifer Anderson's bringing her real kids along. Um, and it's supposed to be their, their ex. So, like, he's got to act like they're his kids, too. Mm-hmm. And he, like, promises them all this stuff that mm-hmm. he'll give them. Uh, if they just go along with it, and sometimes they do, and you know, they just go with it. Yeah, and at the end of the, by the end of the movie, you know, her and um, or Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston are basically realizing that they, you know, are probably right for each other instead. Mm-hmm. So they, oh yeah, end up. And then Dave Matthews is in. Yeah, Dave Matthews. Dance contest. I don't know if Dave Matthews makes random appearance in Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what surprises me is, uh, with the. Because that gets underappreciated is IMBD 6.4 out of 10. Okay, so that makes it a rental. The Google, for Google users that like the movie, 85%, pretty good. Rotten Tomatoes is 19%, but most critics are cynical assholes, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Nice. No, I think that's a good pick. And I like uh, when uh, Nick Swartzen's like uh, that sheep at the restaurant ends up choking and <laughs> he's, he's like, because he told everybody that he was like some sheep expert or some doctor yeah. or something like that. And it's almost like he's making all of it. They're like, oh, you know, you work with sheep. He's like, I do not, I do not have my uh, utensils. You, you and I, I cannot mm-hmm. do this. He's like, come on, sheep. He's like behind it trying to give us like the Heimlich maneuver. 
And then he ends up saving it, and he's so happy. And he tells him, he's like, "Gotta give it CPR, sheep, CPR." <laughs> that was hilarious. Man. He's got a lot of really like quirky little jokes in there, but he's fun. He's a funny like bit actor. No, I know he makes it like it's. So number sixteen for me. Speaking of asshole friends. Hey, how you doing? Howdy, howdy, fucking partners. Johnny C, how's it going? Good to see ya. American Pie stiff, 2. Stiffmeister, huh? Yeah, I got American Pie 2 because that's like their the first... The one on the beach house? Yeah, because it's summer yeah. vacation from college, their yep. first year out of college. It's Because yep. uh, believe it or not, for me, seeing the American, <laughs> I've seen the second American Pie first, and then i seen the first one after that, and then i seen everything in order after that. You think is 2 your favorite? Mm. No, I think one is. Oh, they all have their moments. Like one's hilarious, and then two, yeah, pretty funny. And then when you get into the wedding and reunion, it's like it, it's funny, but it's mm, you know mm. yeah, it's starting to get old. Yeah, uh, I, I just like that part in two um, where they're uh, painting that house, and they're like, "Oh, dude, fucking lesbians are in here. Yeah. Lesbians live here," and they. They break in or they go inside the house and then they get caught and it's like hearts under like, underwear. Oh, yeah. No, you touch him. You, you you touch him and you touch him. We go. You go. You we go. We go. We go. It's like, come on, just, yeah. all right, come on, you guys, just go with it. All right, this is no big mm. deal. I got this. And then uh, they're like, oh, and uh, they're like, okay, uh, you two make out. And they're like, and then they're like, mm, you first. He's like, what? I'm not kissing another guy. He's like, fuck, just do it. And he's like, come on, wait. And so, like, <laughs> Steve, uh, Steph Meister kisses Jason, <laughs> Jason Biggs' character. And he's like, dude, you're a lousy fucking kisser. He goes, I wasn't trying. Were you trying? <laughs> that was hilarious. I don't know. It's so funny. And he's like, you're a lousy fucking kisser. <laughs> I wasn't trying. Wow, Steph was mom. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Finch. So American Pie 2, if you want like a yeah. quirky comedy, summer beach house, college kids, stupid laughs, I'll learn what's in the lesbian's uh, underwear drawer, check it out. Yeah. I know. It's not a flashlight. <laughs> I know for a fact that you get some video queued up. I know you got it. City slickers. Dude, Damn, do you want no. me to fuck? You don't have it? I don't. That was it. Remember how we talked about 30? If yeah. we'd have done 30, that would have been on I thought that would have been in your top 10. You think it would because I'm a Western guy? Fuck. Oh, That's a good man. pick. Damn. That shows how much. Well, I'll take it back. We don't know each other. Fuck. Yeah, we were hot in the beginning. Curly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some cantankerous uh, cowboy guy. Yeah, you know, it's like to put it in some, uh, simple terms for people that aren't appreciative or familiar with the past, because our demographics usually is split between me and Professor T, and I'm kind of like a rare breed in the middle for movies for my age. But uh, let's say City Slickers are compared to modern day Wild Hogs, but way better, if that makes sense. Because Wild Hogs was like middle aged men trying to have their last hurrah, or whatever. And, kind of feel masculine so it's the same thing with city suckers when they oh let's go on a cattle uh herding. cattle drive cattle drive yes sir mm-hmm. and i like uh, as bruno kirby's the one who's like coming up with all these ideas like 
It's real Western. It's real wild Western. On a cattle drive. Real cut, real, you know, real clothes, real mm -hmm. horses, and all that stuff. And they're like, um, I don't know. Billy Crystal's like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Why would I want to do that? And then uh, Daniel Stern's in there, and mm -hmm. he's having problems because he was cheating with uh, his assistant or something like that uh, just before they uh, they had that party at Billy mm -hmm. Crystal's, and his assistant shows, or his wife shows up. He's like, you having sex with the assistant in the office? That's why you're working them late hours. So, like, he goes on the trip, and he's already trying to, like, patch his marriage up and everything like that. So he ends up almost trying to kill himself, like, mm. halfway in the show. But yeah, it's got his moments, you know, comedy mm. and drama. Slug mm -hmm. Slicker, like, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Mm. And I'm sure any streaming service would have it. And if not, I think it's worth whatever couple bucks it is. Wherever you have to stream it from to pay the fee, it's that good. The library has it too. You can go to your local library, and then for a price of free, if you have a library card with that prestigious elite access, you could uh, rent city slickers. Yeah, you don't um, even have to use the Dewey decimals. Dewey decimals, yeah, Dewey decimal systems, and two decimal system. <laughs> but just to be nice, I'll just check here. Okay, so if you have HBO Max, for you people that have HBO Max, it's on HBO Max right now. I guess you can watch on the YouTube's for free. So YouTube's uh, anywhere else you're gonna pay an arm and a leg because it's just a digital copy. So go to your local library. And moving on, keeping her moving here. Number fifteen. Speaking of old people that we were talking about earlier, um, movie has Audrey Hepburn. We got Henry Fonda. We got Hanoi Jane. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, 1981. Uh, Henry Fonda passed, passed away like a year right after this movie, not even. I got released. I got On Golden Pond. Dang. Even with a classic. No, that, that is a classic because, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know, like uh, just a peaceful lake or, well, I guess, pond. Gone. But, uh, yeah, like uh, Henry Fonda's like with that, um, I can't remember any of the kid's name, but like they just kind of how they kind of grow together a little bit and have understand, but then Hanoi Jane gets all jealous because she didn't have that relationship with her dad kind of thing, and I don't know, it's just kind of about a dysfunctional family, really, and then the old guy that turns out to have a heart of gold, and you think he's a hard-ass, kind of, pretty much, lack of better words, and then he passed away right after that movie came out, so I'm Golden Pond, get you in the feels a little bit, check it out. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, next pick for number 16, I do want to say that I'd I talked about this one before. Uh, I remember talking about it uh, on here. The way, way back. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. What happened? A Kirkland? Kirkland getting you? Hey, uh, a mix of Kirkland and then uh, almond M&M and, &M and uh, fuck. Because uh, with 30, if I had 30, honest, I was a box smart, but if I had 30 movies to pick from, if we could have done 30, I would put The Way, Way Back. I love that movie. That was good. It's good. Yeah, you get, it wasn't Steve Carell. You got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam Rockwell, uh, who is probably like, he's like the dude in a way for teaching that kid how the to become a brother, man. big yeah. brother, mentor. Yeah, um, that kid but he's kind of a, he, he just got, I don't care. Zero fucks to give. Yep. Really, nor, yeah, Sam Rockwell has zero fucks to give. He takes like this kid and makes him a man or helps him become a man. Well, you know, and the kid's in the, it's a coming of age movie for the kid in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, who goes on a vacation with his mom and his mom's current boyfriend, who's Steve Carell, who's an asshole in the movie. Uh, he doesn't approve of his mom being with her. The mother doesn't really stand up for herself. And uh, 
Yeah, Sam Rockwell is the manager at the water park mm-hmm. uh, where they vaca- I think it's in the Hamptons that mm-hmm. they go to. And uh, he gets him a job there and he, and he kind of just like takes him under his wing. Uh, the kid ends up liking this girl and he doesn't really know how to talk to a girl. He doesn't really know how to do anything. Like he's so, so introverted. So, so yeah, Sam Rockwell kind of really teaches him everything he need to do. Like the basic essentials for being a man. Well, and he gets him like to come out of his shell. Because remember when they had those break dancers? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're hired and it's your first day. He gives him a job at the water park. He's like, yeah. It'll get those break dancers to stop doing that over there. And he's like, why Why me? Well, I'm not going over there. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's first job. You know, that's your first duty. So he goes over there and, like, I mean, it could have ended up bad. Like, if he goes up mm-hmm. there and like, he's like, uh, you guys got that. He, he could have got his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. But the breakers were pretty cool. Then I'm like, well, let's see you do it. And then so he's like, they kind of teach him some stuff. And the whole crowd ends up liking him. Like, okay, well, that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's Hollywood for you because that probably wouldn't happen if you did that yeah. shit at Noah's Arcs. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, Rainbow Falls back in the day. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like I remember those slides. Like where, like Rainbow Falls was like the budget water park to go to in Wisconsin. It was in uh, Plover. I remember like going down the slides and just like getting like burns on my back from the slides because they were so old. Yeah. Maybe some fiberglass. Was pieces. it a water park? Yeah, Rainbow oh. Falls Family Fun Park. Oh wow. <laughs> or Family Land in the Dells too, if you don't have the money for Noah's Ark. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't want to talk about Noah's Ark's, uh, any weird stories about that. Got, okay. Maybe if we do pressed, a coming of age. We're pressed from time. Coming of our own age mm-hmm. <laughs> episode. Hashtag bad choices. Um, <laughs> Hashtag your first pubes. Yep. <laughs> High five. Um, so number 14 here. I didn't know where to put this movie. I was like, I got to put this in the list, even though I think it made the summertime movies too as well. I'm pretty sure Professor T has this because this cast is just fucking electric. I like it how it's 80s nostalgia, but... I know what you're talking about. I did, I did my... I got number 14 about Hot American Summer. You got it right there. You got the DVD right there. Yeah. You got what number? Number 14. Dude, that's a golden. That's a golden match, really? Yes. So what hot American summer? We're gonna need a bigger boat. No shit. So that's wow. I didn't expect a golden match on that one. No shit. So we just so not only is it a match, so we got five matches. So we covered the spread from here. Ready? We got one golden. What? So damn. Actually, I didn't even know if you were uh, had watched that movie. I was. I because we no. I remember my summertime movie like last because I watched it last year when we did the summertime movies, yeah. and I was like. I was like, I gotta put that in there. It's just so awesome. If you have Netflix, it's, I think it's on there. It, believe it or not, the film is uh, 22, 21 years old. Yeah. But it does. 2001. Mm-hmm. 2001. The critics kind of gave it a sh- They were assholes. Yeah. And I guess they must have showed this in theaters, believe it or not. I, but it, So it had a $1.8 million to a $5 million budget. Not sure exactly. Somewhere between there. And it only made... Two hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. You know, it would be interesting to see it. I don't know if you got the technology um, to to look it up, but you know, sometimes how like a movie gets released at like maybe a bad time, mm-hmm. if it went up against like a huge blockbuster, mm-hmm. and it just gets pushed out of the theater, like nobody goes opening weekend, they didn't mm-hmm. get a lot of views, it won't stay in the theater. But if you go up against a, I mean, if it's Star Wars or some shit like that, that's just gonna be in the theater for a long time. If no one sees it on opening weekend, it, it just doesn't stick around. So no. a lot of times that's that's what happens. We got yeah, Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, Elizabeth Banks, Bradley Cooper, 
Janine Graffel, even though she's kind of hit or miss. Ken Moreno, he's in a lot of bit parts in movies. He's hilarious. Uh, what's his name from uh, yeah, Christopher Malinois from uh, yeah. SCU? The chef. So, yeah, like a Wet Hot American Summer. If you haven't seen it, by the way, just fucking see it. Obviously, we love it. If you like summer camp, these guys are all camp counselors. They're uh, fucking way too old to be camp counselors, some of them. <laughs> But, uh, so pretty much uh, you got the summer of pent-up sexual frustrations and unresolved post-traumatic stress. That's how you deal with the movie. Mm-hmm. So fucking watch it. Yeah. All right. So then I'm on number 13 here. And then I'll take a break after I'm on 13. What, when are you going to be on next? Uh, well, that was the one. What did you, you just did that we, one? We, yeah, we had a gold match for So you're both, we're both on 13 then. I'm right? on 15. I haven't done 15. Okay. Oh, I did a wet hot, no, so you're up next, so 15 year old, my bad. We got too excited. We did, um, number 15, yeah. uh, the kind of, uh, it could be considered a vacation movie. I looked at it as, it could be one, mm-hmm. uh, Dumb and Dumber. I had that on my list and I fucking took it off. I, I had it on my list, I just watched it, hilarious, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah yeah they take a they take a vacation well, it's a yeah, road trip yeah because they got a Samsonite you gotta deliver it yeah. to Mary Mary's last slippy, name slappy, uh, maybe it's not a briefcase oh, oh yeah here it is Samsonite the um, uh, sea biscuit oh, I was way off I knew it started with an S though you get fifty miles to the gallons hog <laughs> yeah that was awesome like I just I I had it and then I changed it the last second uh, I mean what well, everyone's probably seen Dumb and Dumber and uh. Can can agree that that's uh, it's a classic. For you can't go wrong with it. No, mm-hmm. if you don't laugh during that movie, then you got fucking <gasps> problem. Butch. Yeah, yeah, fucking crab ass. Yeah, crab apples. Yeah. So number thirteen here. Here's my clue for you for thirteen. Has a summer camp. Takes place in New Jersey. Friday the 13th for number 13. You know. Slasher film. I know. I know. Summer I, camp. I, I, th- I thought about putting it in as a vacation movie, but I got so many so many summer camp related ones, and I was like, oh, I know. I just. I didn't I didn't put it in for the vacation movies. Did you put it in the whole series or just what, what part? No, I just put the, the first one. Oh, okay. Kind of because it's like foreshadowing what's to come. When we after we take a break here after he does number thirteen, I will tell you what we're gonna do and it's the fucking epic. You're gonna love it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So what number are you going on for you? Um, this will be thirteen. Yeah, right, let's hear it. All right. Uh number thirteen. Home Alone Part Two. Another honorable we should have done fucking thirty. Should have did thirty. Yeah, because... again I just so many close calls, so many uh almost making the like the list, because yeah, we're both like we're yeah, because I was thinking, yep, because they're lost in New York, yep. And I did have the Talkboy tape recorder back in the day. Actually, I had two of them. And if I took care of them, I guess I'd been worth money. You were sleeping with my brother. Sad part is about that movie, like, not that it has any bearing on anything, but, all right, so because I got the plaza, you got Donald Trump in there for two seconds in the film. Oh, down the hall to the left, whatever, give him directions to the lobby. Because people hate Trump so much because we have to get politics involved in a fucking movie from how many years ago. They scrub it out of TV, supposedly. Really? And I'm like, come on, that's sad. That's Who gives a shit? <laughs> Plus, Trump wouldn't even be there. It's Trump Tower right Yeah, it was Trump Tower. Trump Plaza didn't... I mean, mm-hmm. it was his hotel. Yeah, he can do what the fuck he wants. So that's a great pick. Uh, so if you don't like Home Alone 2, you're missing out. 
Talkboy tape recorder. If you're around our age and you have one in your possession, make sure it works because you can make money off it. Yeah, I wonder what that goes for now. Mm-hmm. God no. So all right, so we're all right. Well, so much for the sticky bandits. Mm-hmm. The wet bandits. Sticky in for two. Yep. I just watched the first one today too. Oh. Or <laughs> on CMTs. Oh shit. No shit. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break. Top off our beverages and break this shit down for our mm. second half of our vacation movies. We're hoping you're having a good time. You're laughing. If not, tough shit. But you made it this far, so congratulations. There, you should get a sticker. Yeah. Keep pumping. Yep. So. Any questions, comments, concerns, or tell us to fuck off, you can email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com. Thank you. Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells him she's in church, but she doesn't go. Still, she's on her knees, and Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. So don't tell Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed our last little tune we played for you. Hashtag Scotty doesn't know. So, Professor T, he tried to indulge in some Tennessee sour mash whiskey from Kirkland Signature from the Costco. And what would you? How would you rate it? Like, cause you're sip there. Was it for? Oh well, I'm no bourbon. Um, I'm not the bourbon guy, but it's it's smooth, man. For real. Like this, is something that you you could sip on this all day. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah, and that's uh, like I said, twenty four bucks, twenty four ninety nine. We can't find a better boost at that price. And and how much you got? Yeah, no. Twenty five bucks you got probably well. One seven five. It's like, yeah, because but I think I think our biggest bust so far for all the booze that we've tried on this show was America. America bourbon, but we're doing it to support the troops because we had terrible gut rot. It tasted like shit, and man, I think Al Qaeda got the best of us when we tried it. Yeah. For the price, I was like, no. I think we paid more for that. I think it was like twenty four or thirty. And that uh, was a bad batch. Yeah, it was. Uh, like I don't even want to try it again. That was how bad it was. There's others out there. Yep. So, if you're not a member of Costco, even if you had to spend, let's say, because the first membership level is like sixty bucks a year, like Costco, you got a lot of things in bulk. It's in uh, Grand Shoot. Or I downloaded from Sam Cubs because Sam Cubs forty five dollars, but you're not gonna have booze like this for that price. Even if you paid sixty dollars a year just to get booze there, you're still coming ahead if you got this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So, uh, so what do we got here for number twelve? Is it on me? Mm-hmm. I got uh, another classic summer camp movie. Uh, I might see a theme here with all these summer camp movies, but hey, what the hell is vacation? Uh, Bill Murray, nineteen seventy nine, Meatballs. It's not a golden match. I had to put it in there, though. I had it for nine. Number nine. Yeah. Number nine. Meatballs, my summer at camp here. I have it for, yeah, number nine here. Yep, 79. It came out. And then the director was Ivan Rettman. Yep. So our Ghostbusters director. And what gets me, so, you know what the budget was on that movie? Probably like $36,000. A little more than that. Damn. So it's between 1.2 and 1.6 million. Really? That much? Box office. Ready for this? $70 million. That's crazy. They just they fucking crushed it. There's no way that movie should be PG. Well, it, it wouldn't have been nothing without uh, Bill Murray in there. Yeah, that movie is just hilarious. There's an extremely large... Uh, no, he's like, there's a very big fat pair of pants on the flagpole. Every morning he wakes up and does like some random announcement about yeah. something that's going on. 
<laughs> they took that fat guy's pants and put it on a <laughs> flagpole. So if you, you know, like, oh, I've never seen this movie. The compare Bill Murray's character, if you've yeah. seen The Way Way Back, like Sam Rockwell in The Way Way Back is like Bill Murray's meatballs, if that makes sense. Like the same premise. Yeah. Or like how he was in Stripes. Stripes, yeah. If you, right. Yep, and if you like Stripes, uh, if you listen to our last show, we can have our top 30 movie characters, or military movie characters. Yeah. Hashtag America. Mm-hmm. So number 12, I hope you have this movie. Um, that's about aircraft traffic controller. Uh, he had uh, needed to take a vacation. John Candy, Summer Rental, number 12. Got a number five. Number five. <laughs> oh, you would. No, I love that movie. So, all right, now we covered the spread pretty much here. So, I'd, we got seven matches, one golden so far. Yeah, oh, I love that movie. Uh, why is everybody cutting through the. Oh, Beach Axe, public Beach Axis right <laughs> through where he was renting. Didn't he rent the wrong. Like, he went to the wrong place at first in that one, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. And it's some. Um, uh, other families, and then they're like sleeping in her house, and mm-hmm. they, they actually show up and they're like, What the hell are you doing in my house? It's like, Oh, this is uh, 1462 Beachwood Lane. No, this is Beachwood Road or some shit. He's yeah. like, Oh, oh my bad. I guess we're going wrong here. Uh, well, thanks for hospitality. And uh, he's they're taking all their stuff, and they end up dumping a whole bag of dog food on the thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, The dog's trying to eat. He's like, Ah, forget it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Okay, okay. And uh, one of the girls, he, he's like, oh, I forgot my kid. <laughs> he's upstairs and brings her down. He's like, I, uh, Daddy, I wet the bed. He's like, oh, no, you didn't. You wet their bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was hilarious. Or like that one neighbor's, uh, uh, will, you, uh, will you let my wife know uh, how they look? He's like, ah, no, I, I really shouldn't. Mm, no, I, I really shouldn't. I'll just do it. She's asking everybody. It's okay. Like, oh, well, it's good work. Uh, pretty good. Uh, wow, wow. wow. Uh, so real, touch him, touch him. No, 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 no. <laughs> She's like, well, you're an air traffic controller. You must have a good attention to detail. Your mm-hmm. eyesight must be good. Oh, well, uh, you know, I set a fire from the screen. And said, I really should. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, wow, yeah, those are so uh, weird how they feel. Yeah, it's good. It's good work. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, I think it's on here, Professor T. Oh, it is? Hashtag right swipe. Uh, okay, number 11. I, I, there's a trend here. Uh, I got a John Candy again with a uh, duo of uh, Dan Aykroyd in The Great Outdoors. For which number? Uh, 11. I have it for number 3. Ah, oh, dang. Roman. Yep. What do you see? <laughs> nice hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? What like when he's like, we talk about like, you know, what do you see? Like, oh, I see undeveloped resources, this, this, and oh, this. And then yeah. Dan Aykroyd's like, not Dan Aykroyd, but John Kane's like, trees. <laughs> I see trees. Yeah, we're having hot dogs for dinner. Hot dogs, yeah. No family of mine's oh. eating hot dogs. You know what they put in those, don't you? <laughs> Lips and assholes. I can't believe you hanged up on me, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, a pastor, because <laughs> he's trying to offer my stock to you. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a good tip on a bunch of Dutch marks that'll blow your hair back. <laughs> I like the part two where it's like, uh, find yourself another spin cycle. <laughs> like, yeah, then like John Kay, like, yeah, find yourself another spin cycle and they're arguing. Yeah. And, they, and like, like, what's that about? <laughs> or uh, another good part is where uh, uh, Dan, Dan Aykroyd's got the video camera 
and he's like walking through the, their uh, cabin. Uh, and he's like, see, Honey the Bear? Yeah, or go, Horny the Bear? Oh, yeah. What are you, smoking a bear's cousin? Holy, oh, Horny the Bear? Yeah. Smokey's cousin. <laughs> oh, those guys had. <laughs> well, that one was a little rough. Those guys have some good chemistry together, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So you gotta gotta go see Great Outdoors. That's like a classic movie that stands the test of time. For yeah. so it came out what early nineties, or eighty nine to ninety one. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. So yeah, for the last thirty some odd years, still funny. Oh, blow it out your ass. Um. So <laughs> for number eleven for me, I highly doubt you have this movie. Do I think it's too much for you? You don't, or you don't like the actor? Well, you like the actor, but probably not in this movie. Lake Winnipesaukee. Number 11, Lake Winnipesaukee. I got What About Bob, number 11. Yeah. So, I like Richard Dreyfuss. I like Bill Murray. Um, that movie was like one of my, I just couldn't get through it. Bill Murray's character is just too, you know, his, his anxiety is too much. You know, like, I get it. It's a character, like, for him, but, yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't do it for me. Good, great, wonderful. Uh, so I don't. I, Professor T's not the biggest fan. I liked it. A lot of good laughs. So at least check it out as a rental. Um, hashtag baby steps. I just think I like the fact that Richard Dreyfus is supposed to be like what a psychiatrist, and he got drove, driven to the brink of like just insanity from Bill Murray. Right. So that's why I think I liked it that much. <laughs> All right, so it's on you, Professor T. All right, well number ten. Um, this, this movie's got a lot of uh, 80s vibe to it. It's set in the 80s, but it came out in like 2010 or something like that. Maybe earlier, 20, 2007, maybe. Something like that. Um, Adventureland? Fuck, that's a good pick. I don't have that. Dang. Yeah, super funny. Um, one of my favorite parts in there, uh, Martin Starr's like the, one of the guys that works at this uh, uh, amusement park, and uh, Jesse Eisenberg... He's gonna. He was gonna go to college, but his parents don't give him this money, so he's like, "Ah, fuck! Now I gotta stay here and get a summer job." So he gets a summer job working at this uh, um, amusement park. It's kind of like the it place to go. And uh, he's getting the rundown by like this guy who works there. He's like, "Yeah, so these are some of the games here, and uh, one of the games is like the guys spinning around on a on our track, and you throw a ball and knock their hats off." He's like, "Yeah." Oh, he's like, that game doesn't seem too hard. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, every third hat's, like, uh, stapled to their heads. He's like, see? <laughs> he's like, you can't ever. He's like, isn't that cheating? He's like, eh, who cares? He's like, no one's really supposed to win at these games. He's like, oh, wow. He's like, yeah. Yeah, that was a good Martin Star Bay or something. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, the other game, he's like, if anyone ever wins a giant panda, you can kiss your ass goodbye because you're fired. <laughs> and so, like, halfway through the movie, he's, like, gets uh, at knife point, someone's like, Oh, uh, I won. And he's like, uh, no, you reached over and put a ring on one of the bo bottles. He like reached over the thing. Mm -hmm. It's like oh, I saw you do that. He's like, no, you didn't. I didn't do that. And he's like, yeah, I did. And he's like, I won. I won. And he pulls out a knife. He's like, and then Kristen Stewart's like his love interest, and she mm -hmm. kind of like saves him. And mm -hmm. she was actually not bad looking in that one, Kristen. Yeah, she was halfway normal before she kind of lost her fucking mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's like uh, that's the best way to put it. Well, I just want to say that there was there's a part in there where they're like smoking, they're hanging out in the parking lot and they're kind of smoking a joint and marijuana. Some kind, some car uh, drives by and Martin Starr's smoking like a pipe. <laughs> and uh, they, they roll down the window and they're like, "Hey, you fucking dweeb!" And they throw something out the window and it hits him in the face. And uh, 
he's like, oh, and uh, he goes, oh, fucking whole corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to point out that Martin Star guy. What's uh, it was only lasts for one season. The TV show I used to be on, it was like uh, Freaks like, and Geeks. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, it was him. And then Seth he, Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> and they got Jason. Uh, uh, Jason, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy. Siegel. Siegel. Yep, Jason Siegel. Busy Phillips. Or James Franco. Yeah, like you had like a lot of good a- actors and actresses in that, like like before their prime. Yeah. And like the whole show was hilarious, but it only lasted one season. It was too bad. I, th- I think it was a little bit ahead of its time, you know. It, it, like it was like the, everything was right. It's just the world wasn't ready for it. Yeah. But that's kind of like me. I like like shit that's like way past its prime. Yeah. Or like that world's not ready for it. That would have been fucking cool, but now it doesn't matter. Yeah, if it would have came out now, like and you had like that type of ta- that type of talent on mm-hmm. one show. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot to mention too, and eventually, and you got um, Ryan Reynolds. You know, yeah. right? He's kind of like the guy that uh, helps bring uh, Jesse Eisenberg like a coming of age thing, though. In a way, helps him kind of man up a little bit. I don't know, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like a mentor, I guess best way to put it. Mm. That's a good pick. And also, ah, what's his name? Fuck. Um, Bill the, Hader. The, 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 Bill Hader, the uh, man, the uh, Bobby. <laughs> the, He goes after that guy with that baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch um, this movie. It is at the local library. Yeah, your local library or uh, anywhere else you can rent it for two ninety nine on any streaming service. Definitely worth the two ninety nine though, I must say. But go to your local library. Support the library. Let's keep them in business. So for me, my next movie here, so I'm on number seven. This is a clue for my movie, right? I have planned every detail of the trip to maximize the fun. You brought a guidebook to a party? You guys want to see my itinerary? Do you want to see my balls? <laughs> or another one here, if you're not sure. This trip is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me to broaden my sexual horizons. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about crazy European sex. Uh, you know America was founded by prudes. Prudes who left Europe because they hated all the kinky, steamy European sex that was going on. And now I, uh, Cooper Harris, will return to the land of my perverted forefathers and claim my birthright, which is a series of erotic and sexually challenging adventures. You really thought a lot about this, haven't you? It's my passion. Like, What's the safe word? Uh, a flu- flugen. Oh, that is not a word. Bring out the flugenheim. <laughs> yeah, it's a, the price of getting a free T-shirt. This movie taught us is not worth it. Ask Cooper Harris about his free T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, mind their sex. I'm gonna go do this. Get a free T-shirt, man. See, I'm here for the free T-shirt. And he's thinking he's gonna have some that European sex he talked about, and he had no idea he was gonna be fucking dominated. Yeah, he picked the wrong kink room. Yeah, because it's like. Like you need a safe? No, I'm good. Like, and, I, and then she gives him a safe word anyways, but it's in German. Like, well, it's about fifty words, fifty letters like, long. It's flugen, flugen, flappen, flugen. Bring out. And then she's like, too. She's like, are you sure? She's like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Flugenheim, Flugenheim. And then he, yeah. But he got a free T-shirt out of it. So, number seven, uh, from the song that you just heard moments ago, about fourteen minutes ago, I got the Euro Trip. Yeah, I like who um, in Eurotrip when they go into the bar, and uh, there's a cameo 
because they're about the Manchester United football. Mm, Manchester United. Yeah. And uh, uh, Vinnie Jones is mm-hmm. the uh, he takes the bottles and with his eyes. Yeah. But uh, Vinnie Jones was a real uh, real rugby player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 didn't play for Manchester, but uh, Manchester United. No, uh, yeah. Um, Greatest football team. No, not when I say rugby player, uh, soccer player mm-hmm. for uh, I can't remember who, but he was known as a really dirty player. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how he kind of got his uh, his acting chops and being kind of like this tough guy character because he was that uh, in his soccer days. Vinny Jones, yeah. Uh, whoops, I was trying to get the actual Wimbledon, Leeds United, Sheffield United, Chelsea, and Queens Park Rangers for his teams. Yeah. He's uh actually pushing fifty-seven now, but no, yeah. So, Eurotrip, if you're in for a good laugh, and uh, hashtag Sky doesn't know, check it out. And uh, Eurotrip actually made us for quotes when we did our movie quotes for our second episode. Oh, hold nickel, I quit. So when we talk about Bratislava, but Bratislava really actually has a lot of money there, so that's how fake Hollywood is. So if Scotty doesn't know, she tells him she's in church, uh, check out Eurotrip, you'll like it. (laughs) Still, she's on her knees. Okay, uh, number nine now <clears throat> for me. Winchester United. Winchester United. So. Pretty fucking good, mate. Uh, get out of the fucking way, asshole. Mm-hmm. Like they're going and they're driving down the wrong <laughs> way, too. <laughs> like, cause, like it was France and... Yeah, them are totally different fucking sides of the road. That was hilarious, too. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking prick. Fucking... <laughs> like, it was just funny. Finney's just yelling at everybody. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I got Dirty Dancing. Which number? Nine. Oh, probably hell. No, I got it for number five. I got Dirty Dancing for number five. Having the time of my life. Hashtag Kellerman's. Yeah. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Uh, Trips to Europe. That's what the kids want. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That was uh, a beginning of the end for... For what's-his-face? It wasn't so much... Johnny Castle. More so Jennifer Grey though with the nose. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause you look at like look at Jennifer Grey and Dirty Dancing, and then after that, I remember where she had a cameo appearance in Friends. I don't know how many years later. I was like, what the fuck happened to her? No, like she totally she like didn't really need to do anything. No, like she was totally fine the way she was. I think that was cute. I don't know, not bad looking. And then she she done fucked it up. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. So yeah, great pick, Dirty Dancing, and then I like uh, that um, line there. Oh yeah, I, I can't wait. I know Patrick the line. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, say it. I know it already. <laughs> you just put your pickle on everyone's plate and leave the difficult stuff to us. <laughs> Nailed you, it. You think you can? Uh, you think you can handle that there, uh, Johnny? <laughs> the waiter. He's such an asshole. The one that knocked up Penny. Yeah, fucking prick. He gets his ass beat later on. Yeah, that's what you get when you're overplayed, Virginia. Come on, take your best shot. <laughs> Like Patrick, so it's just like I'm a fucking human man. Like he, like he, cause he's like he. I don't. Know, he just wanted to be like loved too in a way, cause all the ritual women would like, yeah. okay, dancing lessons, and then he was pretty much like a male gigolo really for, before he met, um, yeah, uh, baby. So, dirty yep. dance. That was one of our top power couples. Um, Patrick Swayze also was on the soundtrack. Yeah, when I was like young, one. I used to like think it was kind of a corny movie. Cause like my mom was watching all. I remember, the time. yeah, we, we mentioned that. Oh yeah. man, like this again and stuff like that. But I've come to like appreciate it Art more. Art form wise, that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. 
All right, so that good soundtrack too. Excellent soundtrack. She's like the wind. So for time's sake here, I'm gonna go with number six. So that was a good burp. Uh, mm -hmm. You got um. I'm, I'm hoping you have this movie. I got number six. We could have Bernie's. <laughs> yep. I got it for number four. Oh, so just a tip again. Yep. So we're at ten matches. Looks like somebody tried to smoke it past the wrong guy. Right. Huh, Bernie? Yeah. There's no smoke in here. Toss the cigarette, cigarette back and say. Yeah, we both worked on that one, Bern. E. Hmm? Bernie. Bernie, yeah. <laughs> There's so many good lines in there. Yeah. It's like I know we got we got a time we got a time crunch here. We got fucking. But uh, yeah, we can have Bernie. It's like first one. We love it. It's made a couple of our shows. Obviously, we always a good laugh every time. Second one, fucking garbage. Lack of better words, and that not worth the time. I want to say though, in the first movie for I think the stunt double for Terry Kaiser had like a lot of broken ribs i think just because all the shit well, i bet falling from like the pier and stuff and well then you gotta be like some kind of little fucking free yeah, fly yeah. you gotta be kind of loose you know because you're supposed to be mm -hmm. this you know just this dead body or whatever but mm -hmm. not that rigor mortis had said any should have been like all rigor you know, but instead he's <laughs> it's a real stiff yeah we can have bernie's if you it's been plenty of shows if you haven't seen it you're living underneath the fucking rock yeah i'll say it so Number four, here, number four for me. Oh, I want a choice favorite movie. Oh, need a bigger boat. Number four, I got Jaws for number four. Yeah, you know I have it. Number six. Oh, you got it for number six? Yeah, only reason I did number six because I've been putting it on so many of my lists. Oh, you're trying to, okay. I, yeah, no no disrespect to Jaws. You know that's like my top movie. But the hottest movie from 1977? Yeah, well, Rory 75. <clears throat> yeah, I was testing you. You passed. I can't work. <laughs> Star Wars is 77. Yeah. Yeah. 75, that's right. So Jaws made plenty of shows. I don't need to explain anymore. Because yeah. it's just epic. That's why Professor T had the best Christmas swag ever. Yeah. Quince uh, fishing. I got a new sign over on the wall over there. Um, you can't see it. It's behind that part. It's mm. over there. Well, once well, once the show wraps, I'll have to I'll let you check it out. I got number eight here. Mm -hmm. National Lampoon's European Vacation. Well, this is where um, is this is where it's gonna get weird. I think it's really fucking weird, but I don't know how else to put this. I'll keep it straight. So, I love all the National Lampoon's Vacation movies, and uh, obviously National Lampoon's Vacation would be my all-time favorite. But I like them all. Vegas because hit or miss. Uh, so for number my number one pick here, I have all of National Lampoon's vacation movie they put for number one. I just I couldn't decide because I like them all, but I for having twenty five spaces, I didn't want to be like, okay. I got European vacation here, I got the original one here, and then Christmas vacation here. Ah, uh, see, I did, I did, I did that. So yeah, so that's my number one pick. Okay, you all... just lumped them all in one uh, one one category. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's respectable. Well, well, then I'll count. Uh, well, I'll take out number uh, one and uh, number three for me. Then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so number one was the obviously National Lampoon's Vacation. That. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, three was uh, Christmas. Oh, sorry, kids. Park's closed. <laughs> yeah, the moose out front. Moose out front should have told you that. Yeah, John, I can't. 
she told you like you know, like a big <laughs> we're not very violent people this is our first gun oh wow uh, how do you like yours clark oh i don't know uh a little pink inside no your bun uh, whatever ed you're the uh, gourmet around here you ever bop your bologna that was from a vacation because it was funny how inappropriate that was in a way because that movie what, what 83 it came out what do you do around here Dale yeah <laughs> you got space invaders no my dad you got Pac-Man no you got asteroids my dad has. no but my dad does can't even sit on the toilet some days <laughs> I thought it was hilarious though like where it's like because he, he's using like that grip strength exercise <laughs> thing I got some guy taught me something real cool yeah he was asking about because Rusty wanted to buy like the Playboys and stuff so yeah He's like, how do you use a stack of nudie magazines? You ever bop your baloney? And he's like, just gives him a look like. <laughs> Some people see that now, they're probably outraged. Yeah. They probably still don't know what bop your baloney is. Yeah. So we're at right now. They got bring one... back bop your baloney movement. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag um, real nice. Uh so we got okay. I got we got twelve matches actually so far, and I'm on my last one right here. Oh, fuck. For well, number number two. I got two more left. Number two here. This is a sound effect from my movie. I had to put it in. Hey, this is Phil. Leave me a message. Or no, do me a favor. Don't text me. It's gay. I have. Uh, or, sounded like Ryan Reynolds. No, that was Bradley Cooper. I'll make it easier for you here on this one. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets so sensitive. <laughs> so number two, since it's like uh, the Bachelor's uh, Crusade of Las Vegas, I got the hangover for number two. Good pick. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't get that one in my list, but... I probably could have after I didn't uh, put all them vacation movies in there. Yeah. Uh, we should have made some um, uh, uh, rules or something. Like, are you going to use all them as one or count them separately? Yeah, I just had. I remember when The Hangover came out. Then that was, that was everyone was talking about it. I remember uh, I've, I've been a victim of the Hangover game, as I call it, where um, you wake up the next day and then you're like. Pull the receipts out of your pocket, figure out what the fuck happened the night before. <laughs> Been a long time since I did that, but I remember doing that back around when that movie came out in college. Yeah. It's like, oh, I spent 600 of Bellagio. I'm so fucked. <laughs> I'd be like, $60 at a bar in two hours? What the fuck was I doing, you know? <laughs> well, was it Heather Graham? Mm hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, lucky baby. Uh, how dare you? She's a nice lady. <laughs> hey, there's Skittles in there. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll quick get through my last two. So for number seven, kind of went off the grid, literally, with the, this vacation movie, uh, Total Recall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate vacation yeah, place. Yeah, Douglas Quaid. Yep. Where you can pick your vacation destination, you can pick your whole dossier, character, mm -hmm. spy. Mm -hmm. How do you like your women? Sleazy, 
Voluptuous, athletic. Three boobs. Sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, uh, that's yeah. a good off the wall pick. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we matched on. Uh, holy shit, we matched on. I'll just call it match on all the vacation movies. Matched on weekend at Bernie's. And then the, for number two, I have the Burbs. No. Or his uh, his vacation, he takes off from work and he doesn't want to do anything. He just wants to sit home. And just hang out, and his neighbors and all that to get the crazy idea. Hey, why don't we go check out the neighbors down there? They're a little weird, and we can watch them. And he gets roped into some big thing with uh, supposedly, you know, they're into some maybe necrophilia or something like that. But <laughs> I should have known that was coming from you. Yeah, yeah, Burbs is fucking awesome. That's a great pick. Mm. Made a couple of virtual, so obviously it's good. Yeah. What are they cooking over there? Goddamn can. <laughs> so stirring is so funny. So speaking of like, I guess it could be kind of like semi horror whoorish movie. Um, so next month is October, mm-hmm. All Hallows Eve. And uh, so Professor T and I have been talking, trying to figure like, what can we do to just kind of change it up a little bit? So October Halloween movies, horror, what could, mayhem. What can we do to fit that bill? So. Professor T had a great suggestion about some kind of like playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. I, like some kind of playoff thing. And then I'm like, all right, that's a good idea, but how are we going to do that? And then I'm like, okay, well, there's March Madness for basketball. So I'm like, well, you know what? Let's do Monster Madness instead of March Madness. And you're like, whoa, what does that mean exactly? Well, let me tell you. So we're going to do a ranking thing way before the show here. We're going to have like maybe different um, divisions. So, like, let's say for. Basketball, you got like, you know, you got the north, or you know, out of the north, or the west, or the east, or the northwest, southwest, whatever conference. We're doing, okay, you got slashers, all right, so you got slashers, we're going to have, um, demons, demons, and then maybe like a what the fuck category, like really, maybe what the fuck, like the monsters that don't animal. fit in, animal, so we're going to kind of break it on a couple of divisions, so it's going to be 64 monsters, playoffs, 64. Uh, and then, you know, obviously your bigger monsters would be the number one seed, and then some random ones in left field up more, a little bit higher, maybe some demons in the middle. Uh, so we're going to have the whole playoff field for you guys. We're going to just break it down for you, but we're going to set up everything beforehand just so it's not a big mess for us. And then uh, we're going to so we're gonna find out who the best monster is for Halloween. We'll do a live bracket tournament. A live, yeah, Monster Madness monster tournament. Mash. 64 monster playoff be fucking epic so check us out date still to be determined um so if you have any questions comments or concerns or maybe a monster you want to suggest for our playoff bracket mm-hmm. um and you can maybe send us more emails than uh, aisha gaddafi you can email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com m-o-v-i-p-r-o-f-e-s-s-o-r-s at gmx.com boom and i don't know professor T, anything else you want to add uh, no, we didn't do a final tally, though. What's the final tally? We got 12 matches. Holy crap. This might have been the most matches. Uh... 12 out of 25, and we have one... Wait, wait, what do you have for your number one movie? National Lampoon's Vacation. So if I have that, too, that's really a gold match, really, technically. So we have a... Because this is kind of like a double match thing, because of how I worded it. So technically, we got two gold matches, then, with the total... Tw- that. And then 12 movies. So we, cut, we, we fucking nailed it. So we got 12 matches... So, like, this is probably our best matches for something that I didn't think we're going to match that much on, so. 
Yeah, twelve and two golden. So that's that's called a night. That's awesome. That's a success. Yeah, that's how you fucking nail it. Yep. Now, thank you everybody for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. The show enjoyed the jokes and the burps and the farts and the mm-hmm. profanity. Yeah, amp and everything in between and the banter. So, yeah. and if you want to get some great whiskey from Costco, Kirkland's Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey made with the Lincoln County process, check it out. It's fucking sweet. All right, thank you for all for listening. And Professor T, class dismissed. America.